0: Welcome to Men Alive, where we examine biblical principles related to becoming conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education and director of Go Teach Global. Dr. Jim.
1: Here's a quick question for our listeners. If earth were an island of a thousand people, what would it be like for a Christian living on that island of a thousand citizens? I cannot comprehend 7.5 billion people living on Earth. I cannot even comprehend 1 billion people. I can better understand 1,000. So I decided to visualize Earth as an island of 1,000 people and reduce these humongous numbers for easier comprehension. The first thing I noticed, Paul, is that half of the 1,000 inhabitants of New Earth Island are under the age of 18. Compare this to a smaller percentage, 8%, that are over the age of 65. You and I as seniors
0: are both in that minority group. Jim, I see on your New Earth Island chart of 1,000 people that our country of Canada has only 5 citizens. That's right, Paul. The ratio makes each number
1: worth 7.5 million. So... Five times seven and a half equals approximately 35 million people living in Canada. Let's take a quick look at the religions on our New Earth Island. Of the 1,000 citizens on New Earth Island, 542 believe in some God other than Jesus of Nazareth, and they read some holy book other than the Bible, They follow the teachings of some prophet or guru other than the Jewish prophets of the Old Testament who spoke on behalf of God and accept some system of future rewards for decisions and actions in this life other than the heaven or hell promised in the Bible. Some may ask, what is meant by the term Christian? I'm using the term as defined by Operation World. Anyone who professes to be a follower of Jesus Christ, based on Matthew 10.32 and Romans 10.9. People keep telling us that all paths lead up the mountain to the same God. If all these paths lead up to the same thing, then let's give this same God a common name. Let's call him Same Thing, or shorten him to "something." If all paths lead up the mountain to the same god, something, then why does something give different people conflicting commandments? For example, something tells Hindus, worship the cow. Something calls Buddhists to eat the cow. Something tells Sikhs, cover your head. Something tells Hare Krishnas, shave your head. Something calls animus to eat your enemies. Some ting tells Muslims, kill your enemies, and some ting tells the Jews, enemy knocks out your tooth, you knock out his tooth. Some ting makes some worship him on a full moon, yet tells others they must worship him on Fridays, or on Saturdays, or after sundown, or five times a day, or waking up everyone with a megaphone at 4 a.m. to worship
0: him. I agree, Jim. Truth is not relative. If one religion says there are many gods, and another says there is only one God, they cannot both be correct. Our God and Savior, Jesus of Nazareth, tells us to
1: love our enemies, and if they are hungry, to feed them, if thirsty, to give them drink. Our God and some ting are diametrically opposed. Could this be the reason other religions oppose the loss of any member becoming a follower of Jesus Christ? Jesus of Nazareth is not the something these other folks are worshiping. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. John 14, 6. None of the other religions make such an exclusive claim. While some people may be offended that Jesus Christ said he was the only way to God, I am delighted and thankful that God revealed himself to man in such a manner that he has provided the way to heaven through his Son. None of the other faiths offer a guaranteed way to heaven, only Christianity. It is to this new earth island that God sent his Son, Jesus of Nazareth, the way, the truth, and the life. He was born of a virgin and lived a perfect, sinless life to die as a substitutionary, sacrificial blood atonement for our sin. Sin could be considered selfish, individualistic nature. He then rose again from the dead to give us a new life free from guilt. As Christians, we believe we are to show through kind deeds and share through gracious dialogue the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ with our
0: neighbors on New Earth Island. This is Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham from Go Teach Global. For a printed copy of this program's teaching, or with any questions you may have, contact Dr. Jim. His email is unto God at gmail.com.
1: Let's consider the claims Jesus made about himself while he walked here on earth. Seven times he made claims about who he was and what was his mission on earth. You can find these in the Gospel of John. First Jesus said, I am the good shepherd, John ten eleven. Jesus personifies peace in his role as the good shepherd. Jesus is a gentle shepherd, not a harsh warrior. He guides his sheep through the valley of the shadow of death, not into battle to kill infidels. Our shepherd knows where he is going. He is in sovereign control. He works all things after the counsel of his will. We are like sheep, in comparison. Sheep follow. Sheep have no natural defense, no teeth, no scales, no speed, no horns, no wings, no poison, no claws. Sheep are virtually defenseless. Their only defense is to obey the shepherd and for protection stay as close to the shepherd as possible. Number two, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. John six thirty five, Many Christians suffer from what can be called spiritual fatigue. They are too tired to read their Bibles, too tired to go to a Bible study, too tired to pray, and too tired to practice hospitality in their home and invite in strangers. Many times they exhaust themselves working to acquire things they don't need to impress people they don't like with money they don't have. They are like a starving cook in a kitchen filled with food, too tired to prepare a nourishing meal to nourish their soul. Then they go to church and demand to be fed. Only Jesus, the bread of life, can feed us as we eat his words on a daily basis. Third, Jesus said, I am the light of the world, John 8, 12. A humanist worships man made in the image of God. A pantheist worships nature, believing it contains the Spirit of God. You and I now live in a world where every created thing, whether it's a tree, a worm, a star, or a baby, share equal value with the Creator. Today, people believe that each religious view is one beam of light emanating from the same source. When Jesus said, I am the light of the world, he did not identify himself as one of many sunbeams. He is the source of all light and all enlightenment in the world. Fourth, Jesus said, I am the door, John ten nine. Spiritual syncretism wants us to believe good and truth exists in all religions and that the Christian message of redemption is only one of many doors that open to the same God. Not so. Jesus said that he was the door. If we believe Jesus is just one of many ways to God, our faith mantra becomes, don't worry, God loves everybody. He'll accept them the way they are. Wrong. This view is called Christian fatalism. For Jesus said, I am the door, the only door to the Father. Fifth, Jesus said, I am the vine, John fifteen five. Have you heard people say, I am so busy, I hardly have time to fill in the blank. When people use the word busy, they mean the word important. I am so important, Paul, I hardly have time to fill in the blank. Busy equals action, moving, speed, and noise. But consider for a moment, God said, be still and know that I am God. Stillness comes before knowledge. Some of the most amazing acts of God's creation come to us in silence. A sunset. A full moon, a rose in the garden, grapes growing on a vine. Jesus said, I am the vine. If we abide in him, we bear much fruit. Sixth, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. John eleven twenty five. Universalism teaches that because Jesus Christ died for all and because God loves everyone, he will sovereignly out of love bring all individuals to salvation. Some might suggest that God miraculously forgives Satan in the ultimate end-time kiss-and-make-up heretical fantasy. Jesus said, "...he who believes in me will live, even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never perish." Peter picked up this theme and told the religious leaders of his day, salvation is found in no one else and there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Acts 4:11 and 12. Jesus is the only religious leader on earth of any religion in history from the beginning of time who has ever claimed to be God and proved it by rising from the dead. Let's rejoice in the hope that is ours in Jesus Christ, a promise that is unknown to any other worldview or belief system. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Seventh, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, John fourteen six. Peter Wagner claimed the only belief now considered heresy by the ecumenists is non-ecumenicity. You can say Jesus was a teacher, or you can say he was a religious prophet. You can even say he believed in peace. But the moment you claim Jesus is the way, then he is not a liar, but the other worldviews are. The moment you claim Jesus is the truth, then he is not a lunatic, but the other worldviews are deceived. The moment you claim Jesus is the life, then he is Lord, and a decision has to be made to accept him or reject him. Are you ready for the challenge? Accept Jesus Christ as your Savior and his teachings as your guide, and you will be the freest citizen on New Earth Island. Be encouraged. Keep going until we
0: see him face to face. Thanks, Jim. We become alive unto God men when we spend time with Christ, listening and obeying his words. For a printed copy of this program's teaching or with any questions you may have, contact Dr. Jim. His email is God at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. For more information, go to our website at www.goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. On behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to be men alive, conform to the character of Jesus Christ.